Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, and today with my daughter and co-host, Rebecca Horsley-Bera. Well, Rebecca, good morning. We've got a great show today. Good morning, Mom. Yeah, I'm excited to introduce our guest, Jen Gilchrist. Jen Gilchrist is a spiritual mentor who loves empowering others, helping them to reclaim their confidence, trust, cultivate their intuition, and align with their purpose. She offers a number of workshops empowering people to develop their psychic abilities. She is the founder of Soul Success Unleashed. Welcome to the show, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you both. It's wonderful to be with you. Oh, we were saying what a background you've got with all those wonderful colors and butterflies and um, it's pretty inspirational in and of itself. So, you know, I know uh, a lot of our audience have suffered losses and are really kind of have lost their way a bit. And I wanted you to tell people a little bit about your own journey that we talked about earlier so that they can see the path and, and then some of the inspirational ideas you've got for them. Oh, wonderful. I'd love to share. You know, I like to say my life is a spiritual retreat at this point in my life. I love, I love my life. I consider massage, Zumba, painting, all of those things I really consider a part of my everyday work day. I feel blessed that I've gone on spiritual retreat about six years in a row to swim with hundreds of wild dolphins eye to eye and they're amazing healers and just so much filled up from these trips that I have given to myself. And I do believe that it's this divinity in action that really has built my success and allowed me to sustain it in a way that's not overwhelming and doesn't burn me out. Now, definitely life wasn't always this aligned and peaceful for me. Uh, by the age of 30, I was on that hamster wheel of society's version of success. I bought my, I'd created a six-figure business in my 20s, doing hair and makeup for weddings. I was a single mom by the age of 20, bought my own home by the age of 30. So I was like managing all these hats, trying to do it all. And I literally felt like life was just taking me for this ride. I didn't really know anything about stress relief or how to manage my emotions or energy. So basically wine and chocolate was pretty much my only stress relief at that time. And um, eventually about 12 years ago, my life literally did come to a crashing halt and I had had a few drinks at my friend's birthday party. And the next thing you know, I was driving home and I ended up getting into a car accident. Fortunately, no one else was involved, but I rolled my vehicle twice, ended up in a ditch and every window was crashed out of my car at that point. I had to crawl out the window and this really hit a huge wake up call for me. It was kind of my, I didn't know the word dark night of the soul at the moment, but it definitely started me into this point of my life that I knew that things had to be different, but I didn't know how to do anything differently. I didn't know what to do differently. And so I prayed, I was like, I just want to be happy and at peace. I just want to be happy and at peace. And I didn't know what else to do. And so in response to that, my dear grandfather came to me in a dream mm. and it was a very real encounter. And um, he had passed away when I was about 10 years old and he was the rock of the family. And it was definitely an intense loss for everyone. And so 
over the years, I always wanted to dream of him or, or experience him. And this was really that first point. And he came to me at this moment in time and awoke within me that there was more to me than this body, that he was there, angels are there, God, universe, right? There's spiritual support there that I that can guide me and support me every step of the way. And when I woke up from that experience, I just had this piece of hope and peace in my heart that I had never experienced before. You know, it's like I didn't have all the answers figured out in that moment, but I knew it was going to be okay. Right. I knew it was going to be okay. And so that's really when I would say synchronicity kicked in again, probably not quite having the words for it yet, but suddenly I kept, you know, hearing about books or workshops and learning meditation tools and things and healthy ways to really manage my stress and start to really deal with my life in a, in a way that was supporting me and working for me. And in that process, it's like my intuition really opened up and the angels came and they really supported me a lot through my healing journey. It's like having your grandfather appear to you to mm -hmm. really let you know that there was more. Yeah, it's I like think that's what these bereaved people are feeling. It's over. There's no more. But you saw that there was more. Yeah. And I really felt it. It's one of those experiences, you know, and if I look back, there was probably a couple of experience I had in my life. You know, I was raised Christian. I was raised in a very conservative upbringing. So, of course, it's like I had this understanding of spirituality through that lens at the time, but I didn't have my own experience with it. So it didn't feel real. But with my grandfather, you know, um, a couple of times, even at a, a funeral for really one of his best friends uh, growing up, I was upset and grieving for the first time. It had been six years since his passing, but I had, I was like in denial for a period of time and really couldn't cry. Even I was like, no, he's coming home. You know, I was 10 years old and I just couldn't accept it. And then, um, you know, the very first encounter was him feeling like he was hugging me at this funeral. And it's like, in that moment, nobody could tell me differently. It's like, I knew and felt this presence wrap around me. And then it just felt so healing and, and like a great validating confirmation that he was still there. And then yet it kind of dissipated. And I never had another experience like that again until that car accident. What would you suggest to me early on? What did you do? How do we move into those kinds of areas? Well, for me, I think first part of it is it's very healing. You know, I think there was a level of healing that had to happen before I was open to that connection, because sometimes when we're holding on to that grief in our heart, you know, still we have, we, I think grief is an ever unfolding process of healing for sure. But it's like, as I had those experiences and I kind of worked in my own life to heal uh, myself, I, I think that that pain started to dissipate enough for me to open to that connection that was really always there. And yeah. um, at that moment in time, I had I really like he could break through for me, you know, he was always the rock. And so I had healed enough to really allow that in. I Ooh, think that's such an important point. Mm -hmm. such an important point. You have to be open to allowing, right? Yeah. And then you can start inviting as well. You know, our spiritual support team, whether it's our loved ones or our angels, guides, right? I love working with my whole spiritual support team because it really did give me a lot of hope. It helped me to know that there was something more on the other side and that I didn't have to have it all figured out and I didn't have to do it alone. And through that process was uh, continued to really continue my healing journey. I want you to talk about the spiritual support team because that feels like it's really the basis maybe the beginning of the kind of support we need? 
Yeah, and I think that you can do both. I think the first step is to really ask. I mean, having the awareness to be open and willing, and then just asking your spiritual support team. Now, who are they though? How do I your know? Angels, your guides, or God source. It can really be your own experience of of divinity, I suppose. Right? Some people have it through the lens of religion. Some people have it through the lens of just of divine love of of your angels and guides. I love working with the archangels. For me, it was super healing. Archangel. Um, Azrael can be very beautiful healing angel to work with for grief. If you're still working with healing grief, inviting Azrael in to be a support for helping you to heal your heart and really embody more peace, I think is a great step. And when you invite the spiritual support in, be it your angels or your loved ones, if you're ready to, if you want to experience them, you know, asking is the first step and just inviting them to give you loud, clear signs you can easily understand and just start there and notice throughout your waking day what thoughts or ideas or visions might come to you as a response. Like my grandma often shows me an iris flower. That's her favorite flower. So it's like a symbol with us that initially I didn't realize she was sending me this message through, through my desire now to connect with my grandmother as well as my grandfather. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, I'm thinking of my grandma. She loves those irises. And eventually I started to notice this pattern that I would be seeing them a lot. And then I would have this recognition and awareness of her energy of her being this being with me and really just letting me know that she was there and so that's kind of become one way our symbol that I can recognize when she's present right I love that the symbol that you can recognize also um, it sounds like complicated in a way but it's really pretty simple mm -hmm. isn't it whoever appears to you or whatever appears to you be open is that what we're yeah be open for sure. Like sometimes I just have always have that intention of what's highest and best for me. But if you can also be specific, like you can invite a certain angel who they all have different healing qualities, different energy uh, healing qualities, just by calling in their name and inviting them to your presence can elicit a certain healing and feeling for you through their energy field. Um, and you can very specifically ask for a certain angel or a certain loved one if you're wanting to connect. The way that we receive our signs are the same. And that does require a little bit of presence. We all have these abilities, right? We're all spiritual beings. First and foremost, I think just aligning with your higher self, your divinity, like being in connection, your intuition is simply the communication between your awareness of your human being self and your higher self, that larger part of you. And all of our you know, loved ones have a larger part of them too. And so we can tap into that when we're open and when we're aware, but we do have to invite that in oftentimes um, in order to really initiate that awareness of that connection that we have with them to cultivate it. You know, how, do we, how do we invite that in? Do we invite that in through meditation, through prayer? What does that look like? Yeah, there's really no right or wrong way. So definitely all those are great. So it, prayer can be a wonderful way, right? Inviting in prayer if you're having, if you're wanting to hand over the worry or hand over the anxiety or the unrest and embody the peace, you know, you can have that invocation and a certain, you might start to recognize an angel or a loved one coming in in response, or you can write it in a journal. You know, if you're not a meditator yet, I recommend it because it's a super powerful gateway for many reasons of just hearing your own inner voice and your loved one's but um, presence and peace of mind as well, but you can journal it. So you can ask, you know, you can write it out. But the most important thing is that you have a conscious connection and awareness to inviting that presence. So you can invite a loved one, 
just to be with you or to let them know they're there and they're okay. You could invite an angel or a guide to support you in a certain feeling that you want to attain or release. Yeah. And does this take time? Is it, if you do it once, will it happen? Or does it take, is it like months of practice? Well, it can happen instantaneously. So it doesn't have to take a long time. You know, I think sometimes it does take cultivating that muscle. I think the more that we cultivate our muscle and I think intuition, I mean, meditation is a huge important piece of intuition, even if it's just for five minutes a day of quieting the mind, because our, our voice and our loved ones and our angels and guides, the intuition translation is really quieter than our busy mind. So if we're always busy or thinking about the future of today's plans or yesterday, if we're in the past, you know, ruminating, all that disperses our energy and awareness of this present moment. And so we'll miss the responses, like our loved ones and guides and angels will be there in an instant. It's more, are we aware of them? And are we open to receiving and being slowed down enough to recognize the responses that are being given? Maybe you want to talk about some of your programs that you think would help people that are bereaved. Yes, absolutely. The four-day masterclass series would be absolutely powerful. It's one of my favorite and most sought-after events because it really could be a paid course for all the information you're getting, at least six hours worth of, of both information about how to apply spirituality and open your gifts and you know, interpret information with your loved ones and guides, as well as we do healings each day. And so the day one, we do talk about how to connect with your intuition, how to communicate with your angels, your guides, your loved ones, like learning, breaking it down a little bit more practically to recognize these signs and to continue them to keep coming so that you can take steps, right, that are going to be aligned for you. And then the second day we work on activating your healing energy. We literally do this exercise where you can forevermore begin to really activate this healing within you and use it on an emotional level, physical level, use it. Um, we have this ability to generate this healing at any time. And so recognizing that, and we have a whole activity around using that energy for healing. And then day three is really about your spiritual sight, your clairvoyance. This is uh, an area that a lot of people feel the most blocked with, but also one of the ways the signs come visually, whether your eyes are open or closed, your, your clairvoyance works in many ways. And so I'll talk a little bit more deeply about the types of signs, like the flower that I got from my grandmother. And then the day four is really heart healing. It's We have a Christ light healing tool that I share in my, um, that I actually attune people to in my program where we develop your gifts a little bit more fully, but you get to experience a really powerful healing. And, and we dive in a little bit more about how, you know, our channeling abilities work. And that is really how we're also hearing the voice of our soul and our angels and our loved ones as well. And so it's a really powerful transformational experience that people that have gone through paid programs with me will still do this free one every time I run it live because there's so much more insights and healing to be had. So yeah, I would love to share that with your audience. I think it could be really powerful. Well, Jen, um, how do people find you? What's your website and anything else you want to tell us about? Well, my website is soulsuccessunleashed.com, and I definitely have a really uh, active Facebook group. We have over 20,000 people in my Facebook group on in Facebook called the Soul Inspired Leaders Collective, and so you can definitely join us in those two places. And when it comes to just, just know that we're meant to experience joy, you know, whatever you're experiencing at this moment in time, just know that there is always a way to aligned to bringing more joy, more peace, happiness, and abundance into your life. And I know that with some simple tools and processes that that can be really life-changing and healing for you. 
that it's absolutely there for you, probably quicker than you think. So stay plugged into community and just, just keep holding that vision for what it is that you desire to experience and watch things unfold around you. Love it. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being on the show today. You're a real inspiration. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for the work you're doing in the world as well. This is such a powerful, powerful uh, community that you're holding space for. So thank you for welcoming in. Oh, thank you. Yes, Jen, it was so nice hearing what you're doing and I'm excited to try your program. Yes, I can't wait to see you all there. <laughs> Thanks everybody for joining us on the show today. And Rebecca and I want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.